Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, episode 57, Broadcast to the Void, volume 2. My name's TJ Davis, alongside my hetero life mate Emily Schick, and after several weeks off due to the sudden death of a dear friend named Rachel, who this episode is absolutely dedicated to, because that is the void that we broadcast to, um, and, you know, also several weeks of depression, we're finally back! So how the fuck are you, Emily? (laughs) Or fucker. How the fuck are you, fucker? (laughs) Um... I exist. Yes, that's about the best that we're able to accomplish these days is simply existing. But hey, we're still we're we're still back and we've got a fuck ton of beer to talk about and a couple of beers to drink. Uh beer number 1 today comes to us from Wandering Soul Beer Company out of somewhere. Uh a place. Um Yes. In collaboration with Aeronaut Brewing out of, uh, oh, Everly? Beverly. Oh, Beverly. Ha ha. Beverly. I once knew a woman named Beverly. Uh, And also collaboration with Aeronaut Brewing Company out of Somerville, Mass. Ha ha, I just found the spot you saw. It is a New England style double IPA at 8% alcohol by volume. Um, It's got Michigan Bitter Gold strata Racau, and citra as its hops nice Alrighty. uh it's been a while since we've cracked but three two one crack i did in fact spray myself in the face it Let's wouldn't be an episode if you didn't yeah hopefully it's not because we've had these for a few weeks now at least we did try them when they were relatively fresh though so like at least i'll get a sense of like either this is oxidized or this versus this is just bad mm-hmm. indeedly do it smells really good so fingers crossed mm. nice nose um Maybe a tiny, it, it might be starting to barely, barely go, but there's barely any oxidation to this. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. No, especially from like smaller breweries to have them last even a few weeks for an IPA is pretty impressive because I know there's some breweries that we've had and it's like, we, we had this at the brewery and then we had it in a can like a week later and it was fucking awful. Well, I mean, I will say that like, while this is definitely opaque, I mean, I can hold it up to the light and I, I can't really see a whole lot through it at all. I mean, I can't see through it at all. I can, I mean, I get maybe a touch of light through it, but like it definitely has fewer suspended solids than I think a lot of beers do. So yeah, it had a little bit of yeast at the bottom of the can, but that was about it. Like, it's got I, enough to like a to... swirl around, but. It's got enough that I would still definitely consider it a New England style IPA. I just, I do, it doesn't have quite as many as others do. And I think that the suspended solids are kind of what really contribute to that oxidation. Hmm. That makes sense. Oh, God damn it. My fucking um, untap just reset. So it threw me back. I know what cool beer stuff. number one today is. 
All right. Why don't I start then? Yeah. Well, because your um, number one today is the troll toll cometh, but I have nothing mm-hmm. else. All right. So the troll toll cometh is a New England style IPA from Stellwagen Beer Company out of Marshfield, Mass. Um, troll toll cometh is a uh, let's see. It's Strata Citra Amarillo and Centennial. Um, I thought it was decent. Again, like I like Stellwagen. The I've I've had a I've had I think I've only had like three Stellwagens so far, but like I I like their stuff. I just don't think there's anything that like is has been particularly memorable as a beer. Um, I really dig the can art and the naming on this one because you know it's an obvious. It's always sunny reference. Mm-hmm. Um, you but the beer itself is hole or else you don't get that boy's hole like that's the funny thing is i rated this a 4.25 and i definitely like i i don't think that's an unfair rating but it also isn't wildly memorable much like the one we're drinking now it's like this i really enjoy it it's um it's a solid beer i would happily drink it again i would definitely pay money for it again um but at the same time it's not like it's not something that if somebody goes oh so what have you had lately that's like you know really good or interesting it's not gonna fucking pop into my head it's just not not at all i mean i also had it like a week or two after you and it was definitely oxidizing by that point so I think that I still gave it a same rating as you because I kind of trust your palate and you had it fresher than I did, but I still feel like that was too high. Um, like, yeah, I think that was a little generous. It was, it was definitely oxidizing at the point that I had had it. All right. I think it was on. a little bit generous. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, moving on, we're stepping outside New England and going to Krebs, Oklahoma. Uh, we had Seasick Crocodile from uh, Prairie Artisan Ales. It is a 6.3% sour with cranberries, ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg. I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. I mean, I think... I think that the ginger outweighed a lot of the other flavors in there, which was probably the biggest complaint. I think that I would say, once again, I was probably going... Like, honestly, I might need to... Like, that's the thing, though, is like... I'm so torn between wanting to, you know, not like lower the rating on a craft beer, but like I also feel like it's really hard for me to always. I mean, if I feel very strongly that it deserves a lower rating than its average, I will give it one, but like, I don't know. Like, this giving that one below a four just felt kind of cruel because it's not again it's not objectively bad it's just not like it doesn't have a ton of wow factor for me either though yeah um i also think that it would help if i had been having it in like fall or winter which is like the time of year i want those flavors yeah that would make more sense i mean i'm a i'm a cranberry fan any time of year i don't really care like i think a cranberry like cranberry with ginger and nutmeg come on and like you know that's like that that is definitely fall flavors like fall oh, what is this my cranberry sauce yeah my cranberry sauce has fresh ginger in it folks i just not like a lot 
Yeah. Fresh rosemary is cooler. Enough for a little flavor and spice, but not Mm -hmm. not too much. Mm -hmm. Um, Moving on, moving on. We had a bunch of 450 Norths, so we're still outside of New England. Oh yeah, we're gonna be uh, so we're gonna be outside of New England for like a good chunk of this episode because we had a bunch of 450 Norths and then we had a bunch of Mortalises. So, mm-hmm. oh, uh, also check it this, out, is, folks. Th- this is a beer heavy episode. I'm not sure we're going to do any pop culture in this. We may maybe a little bit, but mostly we're going to try and burn through a, a ton of the beers that we have to burn through. Yeah, because we're still working on the shit we checked in in May. Uh, then again, I think we have a lot less to work through than you think we do because, uh, spoiler alert, folks, we took a little tour through Seltzerland because our dear friend Rachel was a big fan of alcoholic seltzers herself. So we spent a lot of time trying a bunch of different shit. And honestly, and we I tried found a pretty- ton. <laughs> I found some really good stuff. I need to make sure that I've actually checked in like the really good ones that I had. So, mm. um, yeah, that'll be interesting to try to do now. Uh, but yeah, yeah. no, I check. I'm I it, it like much more recent. Um, so the first 450 North we had was the slushy triple XL chronic tonic. Double, FYI, double, most of these double, what? double XL, double, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway um pot naming <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. so um we fyi most of these 450 norths are going to be from their 420 series uh again like if it's a fucking 450 north sour just buy it or sour it's smoothie style just buy it as long as it doesn't this have one. extract yeah this one is a cherry berry cotton candy slushy conditioned on sweet cherry, strawberry, blueberry, cranberry, and cotton candy floss. And holy fucking shit, I love this one. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking everything from that description that you wanted it to be. Yep, absolutely. I gave that one a 4.5. I think that its average at a 4.16 is a fucking travesty. Oh, like yeah, in, in, in the too low direction, not the too high direction, because mm-hmm. I've definitely seen it in the other direction. Uh, next up, we had a slushy XL Blue Dream. It is conditioned on blue raspberry and blueberry. Um, we both gave it a four point two five. It was it was good. It just wasn't everything that I wanted it to be. I, I wanted yeah. I wanted more of that shit blue raspberry flavor, mm-hmm. and they didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Like more tart, I guess. They just didn't have an, enough of it, I think. Yeah, there wasn't enough of it. It was still, it's still a 450 North slushy style sour. It's yeah. delicious. <laughs> like, again, it, it's, it's, it says something when, like, the floor for this, for this style from this company is usually like a 4 or 4.25. Like, a 4 or a 4.25 means it's like on the weaker end of the, the, what smooth we know style. that they can do. <laughs> yes. Uh, unless it's got extract in it, in which case that yeah. pushes it down more. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, don't don't get the ones with extract. They are they are not good. Um, but yes, speaking of doing amazing. Yeah, this is this one may have been my favorite. May have been my favorite. I can't remember what I rated the others, but like I fucking remember this one. Gummy Bear Kush Double XL is conditioned on raspberry, orange, pineapple, lemon, strawberry, and gummy bears. And my fucking god, I gave that a four point seven five. 
yeah, that, that uh, was definitely like I'm not sure what they could have done different to make it a five from us, but yes, we both gave it a four point seven five because add a bunch of crack in and make it literally <laughs> addictive. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was oh, it was fun. Oh my god! Like so that's good. what I want. Like. I know it's not just a gummy bear beer. It has fruit in it too. So the gummy bears aren't like the most prominent flavor like it is in some gum in like gummy bear sours that we've had before. But my God. Yeah. I don't care. I don't even care. That's probably still my favorite gummy bear beer I've had. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> yeah. Most likely. Um, next up we had Slushato. Uh, another double XL slushy. Um, this one is conditioned on blueberry, orange, vanilla cream, and orange ice cream. And again, like we both gave this a four point five. This was fan fucking tastic. Yes. So let's see. The next one I gave a four, and you gave a four point two five. So clearly, I that you liked it better than I did. I think. I, okay, I, I, I'm guessing why. So this was Slushmallow Fluffables. Um, it was a strawberry marshmallow shortcake slushmallow conditioned on double marshmallow, strawberry cake mix, vanilla cream, and some banana. And I think the reason that I knocked it down a little bit is I have a, I, if I remember some, some correctly, banana. the banana came through way too strong and actually drowned out. Like, this is my problem with banana in most things. Like, in it's why I never used it when I made green smoothies either, because it is a flavor that has a tendency to drown out other flavors. And I think here it was, it did that to a detrimental effect. Like, anybody who knows me knows that, like, Marshmallow is a magic fucking word. I love marshmallow anything. And like, I don't feel like the marshmallow came through that well here. I don't feel like the cake mix and the vanilla and like that, you know, like pastry richness with marshmallow and strawberry sort of thing that I was looking for really came through. It was like, oh, it's like banana and some other stuff. Yeah. Whereas I think that I was able to get more of the other stuff than just banana than you. It's, yeah. It wasn't that great for a 450 North, but I did like it slightly more than you. If I could have given it like a 4.13, then I would have done that, but I couldn't. Uh, next up, we had Cookie Bunkster. I Another, love the name of that yeah, one. Yeah, I love the name of this one. <laughs> it's like Monster, but he's a bong. Cookie Bangster, man. You get it? Yeah. Thank you, Ted. That was the joke. <laughs> um, it is another double XL slushy style. It is blueberry marshmallow chocolate chip cookie slushy conditioned on uh, blueberry marshmallow, vanilla cream, lemon zest, brown sugar, lactose, chocolate chips, and cookie butter. And like, I wanted to like this one more than I did, but it was still fucking tasty. Like, I, both gave it a 4.25. Yeah, like, once again, I feel like it just, yeah, the flavors didn't quite hit all of the points I wanted, but I, I think it did a better job at it than Fluffables. Because, yeah, it's, 
I don't know, man. Like sometimes they get the balance just perfect and sometimes they just don't. But like 450 North is, I would say, more hit than miss. And like if you compare it to like, you know, another another company like Trillium and Treehouse and fucking um, well, fucking Definitive. Definitive. Like, yeah. Like, I would, I mean, even in comparison, it is way more hit than Miss. Yeah. I mean, it, like, in, in comparison to other places that do smoothie style sours, I mean, I, I, again, I really, really like Definitives. Um, I really like Mortalis as well. Um, 450 North tends to do more weird shit, like, really genuinely weird shit than either of them. Oh, absolutely. And, And by, it, through that they generally find success but definitely have some misses but like they're swinging for the fences like way more than like and that's, anybody else. that's definitely something that i appreciate about them is that they are going a little more out there instead of playing it safe yeah like i like odd by nature i think is another one of those companies that like they go a little more out there with some of their beers but then some of their beers are super fucking safe which mm-hmm. ends up ultimately making them kind of boring uh, I'm looking at you. It's going to be fire. I mean, again, I don't think there's anything wrong with. If you Let's can go. manage. It's going to be fire was it, like technically a solid pale ale. I mean, the culture that I would seek from out. them was solid, too. But yeah. like, I would but say, just, oh, I want something more exciting. Well, that's the thing. There's something to be said for a brewery that can appeal to like basically the entire range of beer drinking audiences who would even walk into a craft brewery at all. Mm-hmm. Like, because there are people who are only right. there for stuff like, you know, Kolsch's and pails and hefts and shit like that. And they don't want weird shit in their beer. They just want a good tasting beer. I think that if you can manage to do that successfully and also do stuff that's more inventive and, manage to have like a functioning fucking beer program that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive because most places usually pick one end or the other yeah i mean i was gonna say that's uh, i feel like we, we shit on uh night shift a lot on here but like that's part of the problem with night shift for me these days is i feel like they went too far in the direction of uh, universal Safe. accessibility yes and that's the thing is it's like you need to i don't think that it's I don't think that trying to appeal to all audiences is a worthwhile sacrifice unless you are not sacrificing the quality of the shit that I would consider your, like, more inventive stuff that's going to, like, make you stick out in the minds of people who, like, who really are into craft beer. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or if you're going to do it the other way, then do it as well as you fucking can. Because, like, yeah. it makes me think, like, Notch. Notch, I don't think, is an exciting brewery, but everything they do is really good. Even if I don't rate it highly, it everything that they do is a perfect example of the style they're trying to do. Yeah, and I think the, the thing that makes Notch more exceptional is that instead of playing with the, you know, like having like, crazy inventive you know kind of experimental like beer recipes 
their crazy experimental thing was we make all of our shit session like they have they have had like a limited series that like where they do like a you know like six to eight percent abv beers that are like kind of you know special things like other than that their entire fucking range is a session and like i think that like you're not only so not only are you managing to do fairly basic styles extremely well you're also like ex carving out like a niche market for yourself mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who prefer to do sessions and well and again I, like they do basic styles in sessions that they just do them excellently yeah like, style specific if there was that rating on untapped I'm guessing that the majority of their things would be like 4.75s to 5s because while like against everything else I've drunk, they're, I'm not going to lie, they're usually like 3.75 to 4, but like style specific for the beers that they make, they are some of the best examples of those styles. Oh yeah, I mean, for instance, like I would say that they make one of the, if not the best New England session. I think uh, Dog and Pony Show is is it's at least a hazy. I think, um, but yeah, like it's it's awesome. Um, I might I might be thinking of a Dog and Pony Show might be the wrong name. Anyway, anyway. Um, back to the the beers that we've had more recently. So this one is a slushy triple XL, like I said before, and fucked up. Mm -hmm. uh, except this <laughs> one is sticky icky buns. So this one is conditioned on blackberry, blueberry, plum, honey, brown sugar, cinnamon, lactose, and vanilla cream. And fuck yes, this one worked quite well for me. Yeah, the, the was, average rating is 4.12. We both gave it a 4.5. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly astounded at how well like it Each of those like, flavors came through. Yeah, it more or less tasted like a, a like a cinnamon bun with fruit on it. Mhm. Mm and it was fucking awesome. And like with a name like Sticky Icky Bun, I either want something dank as fuck that makes me think I'm drinking a weed shake, or I want a sticky bun topped with fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, next up, we had the Double XL Sour Gushy Gummies. Um, it is conditioned on watermelon, mango, peach, passion fruit red prickly pear and fruit snacks uh we both gave it a 4.25 which is higher than its average which is a four um mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like we really like the red prickly pear and the passion fruit in it but then the um like watermelon and peach didn't really come through much Got like or they came mango. through in like a weird way oh like a yeah weird way yeah that could very been, slightly it could have been like I don't know. I feel like they don't use artificial watermelon flavoring. But I guess if you really want things to taste like watermelon, well, watermelon. Uh, you gotta use some. Yeah. But you have to very carefully balance that. Yeah. And make sure you use good stuff instead of like the cheapest shit you can find. <laughs> oh, hey, we're moving to a different state. Woohoo! Yeah. We're getting Still not out, New England, we're, but we're getting out of Indiana, but we're closer, closer. to New England. <laughs> so, if you can't tell, we are moving on to mostly Mortalis beers. So, the first one we checked in was 
Hydra Jamba Jelly Donut. Uh, this one was a collaboration with Fourscore Beer Company in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Because um, you're a beer company in Gettysburg. Like, that is some low-hanging fruit, and I like it. No shit. Come on. <laughs> um, it blends strawberry, blackberry, raspberry, and flavors of a powdered jelly donut together. Um, this was fucking perfection. And I mean that when I say perfection. I gave this a five. Uh, we both gave this a five. This was fucking perfection. There is nothing that could have been done to this beer to make it better than it was. Absolutely Every single nothing. fucking flavor came through perfectly to create what it was trying to do. Oh my god, actually speaking of, uh, same thing, same deal with the next two, because the next two I also gave fives to. <laughs> uh, did I also give fives to? I don't know. Did you even check them in? Half the time you're like, oh, yes. yeah, I forgot to check that in. Yes, yes. I, I did check these in. And it's showing me me on this. So, yes. Uh, I also gave a five to this one. Our next beer was Depth. Depth. Ugh. Depth. Yeah, that's a really shitty word to pronounce. Depth of Hydra. It makes it me feel like, like my tongue is stupid. Yeah, it, it makes me feel like I have a constant lisp. And I have a Depth. slight lisp. Depth. 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 Ugh. Yeah. Depths of Hydra. <laughs> there we go. Close enough. <laughs> uh, one, two, good enough. Uh, uh, this one was another collaboration with Holmes Brewery out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, is that supposed to be uh, uh, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior? That's exactly what that is. Oh, that's so stupid. Uh, again, like low-hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a fruited sour, um, blah, blah, blah. It blends passion fruit, peach, papaya, pineapple, pink guava, lime, and coconut together to form just a, one of this monster's many heads. Keep your eyes peeled for more flavor combinations. <laughs> That's stupid. Like, uh, but that was, it was fucking perfection. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, who needs fucking tropical cocktails when you could drink this beer instead? Oh my god, who who needs who needs a breakfast smoothie when you could drink this beer instead? <laughs> is it bad that I feel like like this is that that's more of my like, you know, replacement for like a like I don't know a fucking poolside daiquiri or some shit as yeah, opposed to like four fifteen like North, which is more of my replacement for breakfast. Come on, sticky icky buns. I would drink that shit for breakfast. Are you Hell kidding yeah. me? It's a breakfast food, duh. Uh, do Do you want to go on to the yeah 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 third five, like the third perfect, the third perfect beer in a row. Um, which again, Hydra not surprised because just not at hear all. the name. They're all they're all versions of Hydra. Um, I understand why you say that. But I have a commentary on that comment. Um, oh no! I yeah. This is Hydra Dreams. So for those of you, for the uninitiated, Dream is a series that is done by Burley Oak Brewing Company out of Berlin, Maryland. So this is a collaboration between those two breweries. Um, this one blends raspberry, pineapple, lemon, coconut cream, and lactose-free ice cream, and. Fuck me, this was good. 
Um, now, why, why I say I have a commentary on that? Because we've had Mortalis, a really bad dream. I've had multiple. Oh. I've had I've had a really bad one. I've had one that was really not good, um, but not as bad as that one. And I've had a couple that were like kind of meh like i think they were overpriced for what they were like they it costs the same as buying a fucking mortalis it's just i feel like the dream series is uh misses more often for me than anything mortalis does and oh oh yeah no we have something coming up don't we haha yeah, um, it might be that really shitty one that we're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, much much like 450 North, I think the thing that I've learned about Dream is you need to, the Dreams is you need to look more carefully at what they're using in it and avoid ones with like notable like this is going to have an extract in it kind of flavors. Yes. So yeah. Um, very few breweries seem to effectively use uh, either almond or rum extract without making it fucking disgusting. And I understand why. I'm not sure if I've ever had anything. No, because there was that um, there was that fucking Paradise Mojo that we had. Like their Mai Tai one, maybe? Yeah. Where the almond extract actually worked in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I understand they, they that, like... just use, like, actual Orgetta instead of, like, straight almond extract. It's entirely possible that, yeah, they use, like, Orgat syrup instead of, like, an actual almond extract. The other possibility is that, like... Okay. I'm gonna play into a couple of, like, you know, gender stereotypes here, but, like, stereotypes exist because, uh, for a reason, um... I would hazard a guess that since the brewing industry is overwhelmingly filled with cishet white males, um, that it was cishet white males brewing most of these dreams. And knowing most of the cishet white males I know, they might not have a ton of experience with baking. And even if you have like some experience with baking, the likelihood that you've used an extract is actually fairly low because they're not called for in most recipes. And I, I doubt uh, that most vanilla. people even have them on hand. Vanilla is different. Vanilla is a staple. I'm talking about any extract that isn't vanilla. Yes. Most you, people you need do to not really try the different extracts to get what flavor you're actually going for instead of just trusting oh, well, yeah, this rum extract that's going to taste right that's exactly what i'm saying is like the flavor of extracts other than vanilla is often not quite the same or it's much more disparate from the actual thing you're thinking of and they tend to be a lot more powerful like you can throw in like too much vanilla extract into like like cookies or some shit and like it's probably not going to ruin them it might be a little bit intense but it probably won't ruin it if you go a little bit over the line with another extract mm -hmm. you're gonna hate your you're gonna hate whatever it is and toss it in the trash yeah. just trust me like if you if your vanilla extract is your only extract uh experience uh, you need to be very like it's it's i don't know it's like a 
It's like a drug with a low therapeutic, with a narrow therapeutic index or threshold, like where, you know, you have to use enough that you can taste it, but you go like a teeny tiny bit farther than that, and you're in the point that it's going to kill you. Yeah, and no. it's like bananas in a smoothie. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would rather not notice it than it be too much. Because I don't want, I don't want it to be a prominent flavor anyway. Because it's extract flavors... palate, not like, oh, holy shit, that tastes like rum extract. Oh, no, extract no. flavors can absolutely, like, they don't taste exactly like the the thing that they're coming from i think vanilla generally does a good job only if you get a really good vanilla mm -hmm. nobody buys good quality almond extract or fucking rum extract because how many fucking recipes do you use it in i don't even know if there's companies that make good quality uh, yeah that, that would be my big question is how many companies actually make good quality like i'm sure there's one or two out there in the fucking world but and i mean we all know that there's one correct answer for buying vanilla extract and if you're not buying that, then, you know, it's probably not the end of the world, but you are definitely sacrificing the quality. So, Emily, since you know, what's the one correct answer? Oh, I forget. I feel like we've talked about this before on, on this podcast, but uh, it's the. Uh... Fuck me. That, what's the name of that company? One? I don't know. It's it's the English one that I it, it, yeah. Like, well, here, while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about another beer because we're getting close to commercial break because my beer's almost empty. Um, our next beer is yet another Mortalis, yet another Hydra. This is Hydra Camp. It is brewed in collaboration with Weldworks Brewing Company out of Greeley, Colorado. It blends passion fruit, prickly pear, raspberry, and coconut together. What? It's really fucking tasty. Like, we both gave it a 4.75. I'm not sure what would have made it a 5, but, like, it was just missing something. A very tiny something. And the Vanilla Extract Company is Nielsen Massey out of Nielsen the UK. Massey out of the UK. I If you are a person who... It's like you can, they have one that's just called pure vanilla extract. Uh, that is generally, I think it's a blend of the Madagascar bourbon and the Mexican, maybe. Uh, in any case, that is a good all purpose. Uh, the Madagascar bourbon is also a good all purpose, uh, slightly richer flavor, in my opinion. Um, the other one that I've been using recently is the Ugandan, which is also the other one that is a good universal vanilla but like has a distinctly different flavor mm -hmm. anyway anyway back in back to the list of beers speaking of vanilla um speaking of vanilla this one is another mortalis but guess what it's not from the hydra series this one is Cyclops. It is Marshmallow and Vanilla. Yeah, it's from their Cyclops series. <laughs> yeah, so this one is Prickly Pear, Black Currant, Apricot, Marshmallow, and Madagascar Vanilla. Um, Currant. <laughs> hey, man. I am going to come bad. down there and slap the shit out of you. Running joke for probably like 50 episodes. <laughs> I know. I know. It doesn't mean that I can't hit you because of it. <laughs> yeah. Um... I, once again, 
like we <laughs> we gave this a 4.5 Tony you, you actor you, you. <laughs> um so we both gave this a 4.5 once again I am begging somebody out there, please give me any marshmallow fucking beer that I can I can give a five to. I want I want the perfect marshmallow beer. I want marshmallow everything all the time. Give me the perfect marshmallow beer. And I might buy enough to fill a bathtub with it. Um, well, lucky you said that, because our next beer is Hippogriff from Mortalis. It's it's not part of a series. It's a singular, just built brewed by them. Um, it's a fruit fruited sour that blends tropical light fruits with creamy sweet flavors. They have blended passion fruit, orange, and lime puree with marshmallows for a tart creamsicle finish. One part eagle, one part horse. Hippogriff. The Gugufakabird. The Gugufakabird. <laughs> um yeah. yes this was perfection except for the fact that this is not like the marshmallow is not the prominent flavor I, here I, it all yeah. blends together to be like what if a creamsicle was a million times better than just orange and vanilla mm -hmm. and like i think the marshmallow worked well in it but i get what you're oh, saying that you wanted you like you want a marshmallow first beer I want like um I want a beer where the marshmallow okay, is it is perfect but like yeah a marshmallow is the marshmallow is like a notable component where like this one I think that the marshmallow really served to round out the mouth feel in a way that gave it like more of a like creamsicle feel um well like it, it gave but, most of the creaminess inside of it yeah, I'm not fucking complaining at all. Like I would, I like, I like. Look, man, I, I, I would fill a bathtub with that beer. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> Happily, tastes like gin with a touch of old man scrotum. <laughs> I don't. Why? If I were bathing in it, why would it taste? You? Does that mean somebody else bathed my beer first? It's bad enough if I'm doing it. I mean, I'd shower first. I think. I'd have to shower after, but I would, I would definitely shower first and definitely shower after. I don't, I don't think that I would waste the beer in such a way. I would rather just drink that bathtub full, but I hope That's that bathtub is like fucking clean. Dude, dude. Oh, I okay. was thinking like yeah. soaking in a bathtub full of I've it. I've cleaned the bath. Okay. Okay. Thought experiment here. I've cleaned the bathtub. Like it's. No, it's even if you clean the bathtub, your body still has natural flora on top on it. And I know, but if the beer doesn't last all that long, it doesn't matter. Also, do you realize how many fucking mold spores float around in the air all the time? Which, if you're like, really that worried about microorganisms. Can you imagine how long it's going to take you? Like, how Oh, I no, 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 no. A like, full of beer is... Oh, I would be definitely no, no. This is this is like I suddenly became like ungodly rich, rich. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like instead of doing crystal bath, you do a bath in a smoothie style sour. Yes, <laughs> duh. Hello, oh, like hilarious. that sounds way actually. 
I, if I were like, if I suddenly became ungodly rich, you would, uh, the first few months would be like, probably me unfortunately finding out what happens when you uh, bathe in things that aren't meant to be bathed in, because I would be like, sweet, that beer was awesome. Uh, I just, you know, had a straw, and then it's like, okay, this week it's korma. Ugh. Like, fuck off. I want to, I just want to say that I've done it, but I feel like I should be wearing like a bathing suit. Yeah. Like, especially korma, I feel like I should be wearing a bathing suit. Well, and, you like, don't, the, the thing is, is, as possible. Not to get like too gross here, but like, in fairness, your genitalia is at least external. Yes, which means that I would have like straight up korma. Like, no, you'd be getting straight up korma on your clitoris. And that's gonna hurt. No, I'm more worried about what happens. It's like, do oh, I am I going to give myself the worst yeast infection of my life bathing yeah. in like a smoothie style sour? Ugh. See, this is just why it sounds like a bad idea to begin with. I just look, man, I'm rich. If I have that much money, I can just have my staff doctor fix it for me or some shit. Yeah, cool. All right, shut up and drink your beer. Shut up. <laughs> Don't kill my dreams, man. <laughs> Your dreams are stupid and ridiculous. I'm an introduced. I know, expert. but you still have to support them anyway because you're my best friend. That's great. Shut up and drink your beer. I'm going to introduce this beer. Uh, this next beer is actually I rated this one lower than you. Um, oh, because I'm guessing because I was being overly generous then because I fucking yeah, hate because you were trying to go more in line with everyone because the everyone rating on this beer is still shit for a fucking burly oak dream. Because uh, the average the average rating on this is three point eight six, we both lowered the rating of this. Uh, it is a blueberry strawberry black currant forest cake frosted cake. Yeah, dream, and it was it was bad. Like it was, it was really bad. Fucking bad. P.S. If you're making gone even lower, if I didn't feel bad about going even lower. Yeah, like if you're feeling like if if you feel Yeah, it says and I love that it describes it as blueberry, strawberry, black currant, cake batter, and buttercream frosting. So again, <coughs> cishet men, or basically anybody who doesn't have a lot of baking experience, you know what there isn't a ton of in most cake batter or buttercream frostings? Fucking almond extract. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Like, all I could taste was the goddamn almond extract, and it tasted horrible. Like, what the fuck? Like, there's no, there is no, absolutely zero fucking reason there should be almond extract in that beer. None. 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 None whatsoever. I am offended as a person who's not even, con I don't even consider myself a great baker, but, like, apparently I pay more attention than these fucking people. Yeah. All right. Paul Holly would be would be ashamed of you people. Indeed. All right. Um, are we at commercial break? Cool. We're at a commercial break. Uh, fuck. I didn't even think about this week's commercials at all. Um, well, our anti ad as always is still for Zoom. Fuck you, Zoom, and you limiting everyone, even in a two person conversation of forty minutes. Anti ad. Fuck you, Zoom. Um, oh, pro ad. Check out our other show, See It or Screw It. it. It's three to four people with ADHD who talk about movies. We recorded one just before this. 
we talked about a non-stoner stoner movie um which will release sometime in the future um our next episode will be out next friday no stop trying to pass off wash to do your ad for you what our third host is finally here okay i'm yes. just trying to include him we've heard him in the background well i've heard him in the background but yeah um i guess our final ad before we come back is uh cats cats are rad if you don't like them fuck you yeah basically cats are better than you and you should feel bad one last commercial shout out to tom from dion's liquors in natick massachusetts you seem like a cool dude dude maybe we'll have you on the show sometime uh because we've never had a beer buyer so yeah that'd be cool uh all right so beer number two today comes to us from new england uh it actually comes to us from abomination out mm -hmm. of north haven connecticut um no, this is not a collab. It's got some rad-ass can art, because their shit always has rad-ass can art. It is called Rotting Earth 2022. It's a double dry hopped double India Pale Ale, rating in at fucking 9.3%. That's brewed with uh, Nelson Mosaic, Ariana, uh, Pacific Jade, Matuka, and Nectaron. So... Nectaron! Yeah. You ready to crack? Yes. Three, two, one, crack. It smells good. Oh, yeah. Love that pouring sound. Mm, pouring. Pouring. Uh, and excuse me, folks. I need to switch ports for my headphone because I can't hear a damn thing that Emily's saying. Oh, that's cool. That means I can say mean shit about him, folks. I mean, I could. I'm not going to. Oh, not until he can hear me. Again. Rad. I can no longer hear myself, which is something that sucks, but I can hear you again. So rad. Oh, this one definitely oxidized a little more. Uh, that's unfortunate. Like, this one hardcore not, looks like a fucking New England IPA. Yeah, not not horribly so. Um, well, yeah, you're right. A little bit. It's, um, once again, this has, I would say, more suspended solids, but not as much as some others I've seen. Oh, really? My can is still good. I don't know, maybe it's because my can has been, like, refrigerated the entire time. That might be why. But, I, again, I'm only picking up a teeny tiny touch of oxidation, but I'm curious to see what happens as it warms up. Mm. Yeah, no, that'll be interesting, because I know that I've had some that, you know, while still cold, taste pretty fresh, and then they start warming up, and they go to utter shite. Oh, shite, yeah. I was going to say, speaking of shite, but our next beer really wasn't. No. No, it wasn't. Are you going to do the name right? Brains! Good. <laughs> Good. 
<laughs> Ew. Um, brains. Passion fruit orange guava from Drecker Brewing Company. We've gone even further from New England. It is from Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a real place, folks. <laughs> also, one, I, I love that it's pog juice. <laughs> yeah. Pineapple orange or passion fruit orange guava. Pog. Yeah. Remember pogs? <laughs> In case you didn't know, we're old. Um, yes. Uh, it is. It is pretty solid. It was. I gave this a four point two five. You gave it a four point five. A little bit more than you, uh, which is weird because usually you like passion fruit more than I do. Yeah, passion fruit reason, and guava are usually like big hits for me. Yeah, and for some reason, I like the flavors of especially those in this more than you did. Yeah, which surprises me. Um, although I think I'm starting to learn that um, as much as like the Brains series and the Chunk series from Drecker are both pretty good. Um, I think I like the series that the next beer is from even more. Um, the next beer was There Will Be Purt. Mm -hmm. Um, honestly, I think that both of us gave the savoring this one. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. there will be pert is part of their pert series. Cause I know that we've had at least like ice, ice purdy. I don't know if we've talked oh, about ice, it. Ice yet. Yeah. I love ice, ice purdy. That one really, really is awesome. All right. Well, this one is a geyser of strawberry milkshake brewed with vanilla ice cream, strawberry lactose, and piles of vanilla beans. This beer is so delicious, you'll need to watch out so your neighbors don't drink it up with their giant straw. Anyone feel like bowling? I, I don't. I'm guessing them. Oh, the, that's, there will be blood references yeah, or something. It, it, it's a reference to there will be blood. I will drink your milkshake. And while I've never seen it, spoilers for a movie that I've never seen. Um, he ends up beating his son to death with a bowling pin. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah, I mean, brutal, but yeah. <laughs> Look, man. Oh, because most horror movies are all about like it's, uh, it's not a horror movie. It's dramatic character study that has oh. zero blood in it until like the last five minutes. Oh, and then everything goes fucking bonkers. Yeah, um, a son comes to his father looking for like an apology for his shittiness. And instead of apologizing for his shittiness, he ends up doubling down and then beating his son to death. So, yeah, I feel like I should watch the movie at some point. It's just I don't really care for most Paul Thomas Anderson movies like here. Yeah. If, if fucking Dan wants to do a movie that he likes that. I don't really care for it'll be interesting to force me to watch a bunch of PTA stuff because yeah I mean gangs in New York was fine but uh, I don't know like Paul Thomas Anderson is just not a director that really does it for me there so 
I want to say the next two on the list we've actually talked about before because I think we talked about them in the episode that for the uh, two following beers. Did we? We're, I, I. How could we? How could we not? How could we? Yeah, not it seems weird it? that we wouldn't. But let's just touch on them quickly. Uh, oh, what we're referring I to? I haven't. Oh no, I never checked this in, so it makes me think that I have not talked. That we have not talked about this. Okay, so uh, what we're referring to, folks, is we did an episode on two versions of Galoshes of Fortune by Lost Chew Brewing and Roasting Company. P.S. Their coffee is also good. Oh, nice. Um, That's good to know. Yeah, the uh, I got the shoebox blend, and that was pretty fucking solid. Like, I would definitely buy their coffee again. Um, so the two beers we're, we are referring to are the two versions of the nexus of all realities which is a fucking awesome name for a beer yeah um <laughs> east coast is a collaboration i guess maybe i wonder if they all are it, this one's a collaboration with sterling street brewery from clinton mass amory's tomb brewery from maynard mass and medusa brewing company from hudson mass um it's an east coast ipa uh it's that is considered to be a stepping stone for New England IPAs. Mm -hmm. It has uh, multi sweetness balanced out by hoppy bitterness, dry hopped with Simcoe, Amarillo, and Centennial. It was pretty good. Huh. Interesting, because our next beer is again another nexus of all realities. And I feel like if we had talked about this before, we would have mentioned this. But this yeah. one is nexus of all realities, New England. It is a New England IPA brewed in collaboration with our friends at Faces Brewing in Malden, Mass., Navigation Brewing in Lowell, Mass., and Time and Materials Beer Company out of Reading, Mass. Reading has a fucking brewery? Uh, yeah. But this it's one is... was started by a dude in his fucking garage. Oh, like, rad. I want to figure out where the hell I can find more Time and Materials, but I just clicked on the Time and Materials thing. And the first three beers I'm seeing are all New England. Or, well, the two New England style IPAs are 4.13 and 4.18. So I think that's considering checking out for those of you who don't know, Reading, Massachusetts is my hometown. It is where I grew up and Spent uh, the majority of your life. <laughs> yeah. And it shocks me beyond belief that Reading managed to like come up with a good brewery since it's so hard for them to come up with good restaurants but you know whatever <laughs> well and then like their good restaurants end up going away I'm looking at you Biltmore in Maine uh Biltmore in Maine was really hit or miss I think they had a lot of if I recall correctly they had a lot of issues with uh kitchen consistency and quality yes. that, um, that was the major issue like when they hit they hit when they missed they missed hard uh yeah i mean literally i feel like i know somebody who i think got accidentally served like rotting meat there once so Brad, that feels yeah. like to a poor management which is why i'm figuring that they actually went over under well probably poor yeah. ownership but what uh, i would say poor management because Biltmore in newton is the same people oh yeah and we actually went back there again recently mm -hmm. and it was fucking and they do solid. fine yeah they're fine. Um, built more. I had Maine completely had... forgotten that they were the same. People. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like Biltmore and Newton is still fantastic. It had been a decade, I think, since we had last been there, but it's yeah. still fantastic. 
It is. Um, but what makes I mean, me think that if we had actually talked about this beer before is we would have remembered that this one is also dry hopped with Simcoe, Amarillo, and Centennial. Yeah, it's just a diff- some, somewhat of a different format. And, and it, it, I gave them both know, the same rating, I but I think... The same I'm, rating, but New England was better. I, I'm still slightly partial. To, I mean, but it wasn't enough of a difference to make it worth giving them different ratings. If I had more than uh a like 0.25 difference i think i could have given it something different but mm-hmm. I don't again know. i probably would have given it like a 4.13 but i didn't want to give it a 4.25 yeah 4.125 would be appropriate. ideal but i don't even though it goes to two decimal points we can't place well i guess we can because we can do 0.25 whatever shut up um. <laughs> but you're correct that would that would go up to a 4.3 um but yeah no i really want to figure out where the fuck i can find like some of this time and material shit oh okay uh just clicking on that one um it looks like they it looks like they did a collaboration with Hypothecary in North Reading, which I still haven't been to. Oh yeah. So, gonna have to check that shit out. But yeah, gotta look into that more. Um, definitely want to check that ch- check out. Man, it would be cool if like there was like an actually good brewery that came out of my hometown because, uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I feel like our best restaurant was that. Um, Thai? Oh, the oh, Thai place? Yeah, that. No, was it Thai? It there was a, a Thai like, one on I, Maiden I know, Street. I know is what you're good. talking about because that place is fucking bomb as shit. Yeah, um, the Thai place in Haven. Um, I can't even remember. I still think Venetian that. Moon's not that bad. Oyes is say, not, I, is Oyes is pretty solid. Oh, well, I think the quality of Oyes has gone down over the years. I, I but like I can't remember what the food was like at Venetian Moon. I just remember Venetian Moon had bomb ass cocktails yeah venetian moon was much more of a cocktail bar i think that the thing that they're the only food in their mind in my that really stuck out of my mind was uh they used to do an appetizer that was like just a giant meatball with homemade sauce mm, that sounds like a good app to me yeah it was actually really good um like the bigger meatball <laughs> that and like i will say that i appreciate deeply that redding has a um fucking pomplamoose which is a two location um it's primarily it's it's like a combination of like a kitchen store it's only a like gourmet it's like yeah it's only two locations it's a it's a kitchen store it's a gourmet food store it is a like craft beer cider mead sort of store and they the one in redding also does like and they have a cheese, the red one in Reading has a, a like a cheese shop component to it, and they also do like sandwiches, and they do like, it's like some fucking like goat cheese and something sandwich that's bomb as hell. It's like goat cheese and honey, mm. like that sandwich is real good. Um, they did like a caramelized onion grilled cheese, like that was really good. I've been really craving a like butter and brie on fresh baguette. 
uh, 100% down. Um, I know where to get the good butter. I just need to find a good brie. All right, cool. Oh, wait, there's a cheese shop in my city. Yeah. I mean, should, I don't know shop. if we even need, like, good, good brie. We can just go with, like, some champignon. I mean, you could, but, I mean, if I'm pairing it with fucking French butter, I kind of want to yeah. get, like, you get uh, some good brie fermier or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brie fermier is so fucking uh, oh man can we just like huh, new england cheese review <laughs> <laughs> it's our spin-off show check it out <laughs> god damn it coming to you never <laughs> yeah uh, i feel I, like we just incorporate oh, man, we can our, just, like, like a bonus episode where we just sit there and we're just like all right so like this cheese this cheese because um uh the the other one that i would like to shout out immediately is that um braybander goat gouda Mm. yeah yeah right? i i love well, that that's also, all i had to say also wasn't there like that awesomely gooey cheese from some place in vermont oh hell yeah um fuck it was see yeah. and this is why we need untapped but for cheese yeah we need untapped <laughs> for everything because yeah. my brain hates remembering stuff that's like actually stuff i might want to remember um fuck 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 uh i think it was like it, it the like vermont creamery or i can't oh yeah that. there was that one i was mostly thinking about oh, are you uh, thinking of the jasper hill one jasper hill that's what i was thinking about Any, honestly anything from jasper hill like if you're a cheese person anything from jasper hill just pick a fucking thing that sounds good to you and try it like yeah. you're probably not going to go wrong but yes, I know which one you were talking about because you're talking about that wheel one that we got that was fucking awesome. Oh, it's the um, uh, shit. What was the one that we had at Navari Res? That one that like my mother searches for. Oh, it wasn't that Jasper Hill. No, that wasn't a Jasper Hill. Oh, huh. It was like Saint something. Oh, I no fucking clue. But hey, that's been cheese talk. Let's do a little more beer talk. Yeah, you we're think? Like, we're like we're like an hour in. Um, uh, hey, we, we had another abomination. It's called Everyday Fog. It's a New England style IPA. I have not checked it in, so I need to. But it's a double dry hop, double IPA with mosaic Pacific Jade Citrus out of Summit. I don't know why that was a hard word. And Enigma. Um, Emily gave it a four. I'm probably copying her for like it was good. It just wasn't anything super exciting. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting lost in. I'm. I'm now. I'm desperately trying to remember the name of it. Was it a trip? Since cream? Emily's doing that, our next beer comes to us from North Haven, Connecticut. We had a short throw. It's called Pillows Everywhere. Oh, that sounds fun. Just like a giant cuddle puddle of pillows. Uh, but inspired by how DJ Khaled chooses to ride in his tour bus, Pillows Everywhere is in the essence of this soft IPA. Brewed and dry hopped with the mosaic, citra, and cashmere hops. Juicy, soft, meant for royalty. Do you? Uh, again, we, we both gave this a four. It was all right. Nothing really exciting. It felt like more buildup than execution. 
but I feel like that's also been a lot of the stuff that we've had from short throw. Yeah. It's like, wow, this sounds really good. Wow. This is decent. Indeed. Uh, and since Emily's still doing that, I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Next up, we had, again, I didn't fucking check it in because I'm a lazy ass. We had from Definitive Brewing Company a double milkshake IPA called Vanilla Dome in the peach iteration. It's, it's their Vanilla Dome, but with peach puree instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was good. Like, I wish it was better. I wish that I remember this because I wish that like the peachiness came through more or like uh, there was too much bourbon from the bourbon vanilla beans. That oh, was the yeah. issue with it. But it's still like a four. Like, again, nothing we drink on this show is bad unless we specifically get it because we know it's going to be bad. Actually, I should stop saying that because we're going to have an episode in the future that's going to have a lot of bad. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at that tall can shit that we were drinking after Rachel's death. Oh, oh, yes. Because oh, that yeah. shit's bad. Um, all right. Emily's still looking. So we had another definitive. It is another smoothie style sour called fruiting in the sky it's a 7.14 percent um we're pleased to announce our fourth anniversary double fruited sour ales sitting at 7.4 percent abv fruiting the sky is our most heavily fruited beer to date conditioned on a massive amount of pink guava pineapple papaya lime and rum flavoring this beer displays an eclectic mix of tropical goodness. It summons tasting notes of fresh Mai Tais and island getaways. Uh, uh, four Fat Fowl was the name of that triple cream, uh, by the way. Four Fat Fowl, that was it. That shit was fucking amazing. You see any of their cheese out there, you fucking eat it. Don't even buy it, just fucking eat it right there. <laughs> yeah. And no, eat the whole thing like 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 just mash it in your mouth and then bring the wrapper up and pay for it if you're like a good human. <laughs> uh-huh. And you're and, and then you've got like four more. But yes, fruiting the sky. Emily yes. and I had it together. Fairly certain. I'm just terrible about checking things in. Um, it had all the stuff I said it had in it. It yes. was it was pretty good. Like, I don't know. I think that I really wanted more from it than I was getting from it. Like I we still both gave it a four point two five. It's got a four point one seven average rating. But like I think that they needed to like this easily could have been a four point seven five beer if they had toned down the rum flavoring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's really what it came down to. God damn. Because like yeah. everything else was so nice in there, but like the rum flavoring was just too, too much. I have come to realize that like rum is a very hit or miss thing for me. When I was younger, I used to think of like, oh, rum, I like rum. Like, 
uh, you know, because it usually works out well in like, I don't know, fruity fucking beverages. Like it's not, it's a good flavor. But, but you start including rum in different things. Um, fuck me. What did we have recently that was like rum barrel aged? Was it a, was it a beer? Was it a whiskey? Was it something else entirely? Um, um, I feel like I know what you're talking about. I think it was a beer. We had something that was rum barrel aged. I think but it might it have been a beer. Like it had rum extract thrown in it. It might have kind been of. A, but it, it, I, it, the thing, the funny thing is, I don't think it was. I think that rum is just a flavor that mixes really, really poorly with certain other flavors. And it turns out that, in my opinion, beer is one of those flavors. It it might like, have been a lost shoe. No, I don't think it was. Oh. I think it was something more recent than that. I think it was something in the last, like, two weeks. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, that was that was some stupid bullshit can. I can't okay. remember what it was, but it was one of the stupid bullshit cans. Yeah, rum is just, like, it turns out that rum mixes really poorly with a lot of things. Surprise oh, to maybe, me. Maybe I'm just thinking of, like, one of those four locos we had. No, I maybe, but no, that it was definitely something fairly recent, and I was just like, I came to the sudden realization that it was like, okay, like I, I like gin barrel aged things, I like whiskey barrel aged things, I like whiskey aged in other barrels, like all kinds of crap. Rum is very hit or miss, like in a spe- like barrel extract, whatever, like it's there's a good shot that i honestly from from this point forward i should probably mostly avoid things that aren't obviously going to be good with rum in them because i want to continue to like rum and the more things i have that have shitty rum flavor are going to make me not like rum at all so um so. Look, man, I just had to find the name of that cheese. You know how it goes. Yeah, I know how it goes. That's why I kept the uh, show flowing. Also, uh, four fat fowl is was worth the look. Yes, absolutely. Like four Saint fat Stephen? fowl, check it out. Yeah, I think it's, it's like Saint Stephen or something like that. Saint something four fat fowl. Like, yeah, literally, you see it anywhere, buy it. I don't care how much you pay for it; it's worth the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, like I said, just, like, open it up right there, shove it in your face hole, don't even pay for it, and just fucking leave, man. <laughs> this show does not advocate thievery. Except against, um, you know, giant corporations, because fuck those guys. Allegedly. ACAB. Not allegedly. Just not say, allegedly. Just, just ACAB. Man. And again... All we need to do is eat one billionaire and the rest will fall in line and pay their fair share of taxes. Personally, at this point, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking uh, Elon Musk just because he's kind of fatty. But you know, there's like well, meat under there. So like if you smoke that thing well, that's going to make some for some good eating. Like, I mean, rich people tend to have like. I mean, even if their physique isn't that bad, they tend to be, you know, somewhat on the fatty side, you know, a little bit, you know, because uh, like, I mean, as much as I think we why should. kings used to be like, oh, look, I have gout. Oh, you're not rich enough to have gout. Like, 
But I think that Bezos is like too lean. No, Bezos. Okay, Bezos is an alien. I think. Yeah. I think that he's an alien because he seems to have a better handle on how to act like a human. Uh, I'm pretty Zuckerberg sure Zuckerberg is can't... a wax statue. <laughs> Actually, no, he's no. a robot underneath a wax statue. <laughs> um, he is. I so you can't. I. I we don't know if an alien is going to taste good or not. And also that feels like might accidentally declare war on a whole ass other planet. So probably not a good idea. Um, yeah, that's and what I'm we can't, yeah. And like, he's, he's one of the shitty ones. It's like, there are a couple of billionaires out there and it's like, now nah, you're kind of on the bottom. I'm like, I don't love that you exist as a billionaire, but you're kind of on the bottom of my list as far as billionaires that we should eat. Yeah, like, and I'm looking at you with that Warren Buffett, Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, Mark I don't know. Cuban I think that I would. I think that I would way eat, cooler than most. I would eat Mark Cuban before I ate Warren Buffett. I know, but they're still both kind of near the bottom of the list. So, yeah. like, you're gonna get yeah, there. It's far down there. Um, uh, where the hell does um? No, I Microsoft we, we guy eat, fall in my mind. We eat, we eat Elon Musk after he has the like he ends up being forced to buy twitter or not forced to not buy twitter for like 20 yeah. or 30 million million dollars and he's an so, idiot and signed because, binding contract because he's the, a fucking idiot <laughs> because the tears will make his flat his meat taste better but no that's getting rid of salt from his body I can add it back, dude. Oh, yeah, that's he'll true. Make, he'll be like, it's like brining himself for us. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> we here at New England Beer Reviews do advocate cannibalism. Eat your Allegedly. friends, eat your neighbors. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> this does not constitute legally binding advice. Yes. <laughs> These are some shitty life pro tips. Although I would be lying if I never, if, if I said that I never wondered what long pig tastes like. Are you fucking kidding me? If replicator exist, if replicators were a thing, it'd be like, I want human steak. Yeah. G- give me like a slice of ass meat. Actually, Eat I really, rare. I really like dig that. What was it? Which show actually brought it up semi-recently? Was it Strange New Worlds or was it the Orville that made like a passing comment that was like, yeah, man, we decided that killing animals was like totally barbaric Orville. years ago. Okay. He, he would have been a mass murderer coming back to society. Yeah. Like. And like, I like, think that's a really interesting aspect. Like they can oh, yeah. simulate meat. But nobody eats like actual meat. Yeah, nobody eats actual meat anymore. Like that's actually like I fucking love that. And like, okay, so like I think that transporters are a bit more far fetched in terms of like how do you how do you retain the essence of the human being while breaking them down and recreating them on a molecular level? Well, and then that's but that pours back into the question of the soul. Yes, it does. But I mean, I don't feel like I don't foresee any major issues with something like replicators. Like, I feel like if we're going to get one of those technologies, that's the first one. Because I feel like a replicator is significantly easier to work out than either a transporter or a holodeck. 
well, because like early generation replicators are able to exist right now. Essentially, what you're trying to do is create a 3D printer that can print out a series of proteins and amino acids to yeah. recreate a food item. Yeah, but the other difference is, is that so today's 3D printers, so say you take, say your input material is plastic. When you're 3D printing whatever the fuck you're doing, you're 3D printing it in plastic because that's the material you have. Well, that's the, what I'm saying. Like, this would have to be an organic 3D printer with an ability to print out proteins and amino acids. Well, I think the thing that's more interesting is that, like, more or less what, um, what Star Trek is saying. I mean, I guess that in theory... Like, that's more current generation. Like, technically, TOS generations of um, replicators, uh, whatever the fuck they're called. Require an input of actual, like, organic material? Yes. I mean, okay. even in... Because, uh, like, remember in TNG, there was the whole oh. episode with, like, the bags of shit? I was going to say, holy infected. shit, that's exactly what that... It's, that's exactly how you fix that problem. I was going to say... Where where in the middle of space are you going to have like a reliable enough source of organic material well, to continue to feed a replicator? Shit. Yeah, you, yeah, you get it. Literally. Yeah. I think that like the Orville specifically even talks about that. Like one of them talks about it at some point. It might just be a passing comment. Yeah, but like shit, piss. I mean, if you think about it, like if the if there are i mean air filtration okay. systems will capture carbon and be able to repurpose that dead skin cells into... and like the dead dust mites and shit yeah yeah yep. <laughs> like yep. Yep. <laughs> living things are made out of carbon so like yeah as long as like well living things that we're aware of are made out of carbon generally speaking so like I mean, we you, have found like all your yeah like if the you know entities if the fucking, you know, the Roombas that service your fucking quarters or whatever, like, you know, you could be eating your own dead skin cells and, like, the dust mites that have died and fall off, fallen off of you. Yeah. Or, like, you know, all the dead bacteria that you excrete from your feces, even if you there's no, like, real organic material left in your feces otherwise, because, again... Uh, fun fact, folks, there are more bacterial cells than you cells in that comprise your body because, yes. and if you feel like that's gross, then good, them. then good luck with trying to live without like bacteria and fungus because they live all over you and inside you and other, if you didn't have them, you would literally die. So yes, I mean, there, Commensalism. There, are, there are more neurons in your brain than there are stars in our perceived sky. Mm -hmm. Like, Mew. Yeah. Um, all right, man. No, I feel like we're getting like good off topic, and I like it because I think that like our beer talk was essentially done because we have a good stopping spot in the list. Yeah. Um, speaking of quick rundown of things that we have finished recently. Oh man, and so many things. Like I don't think really? we've even we're talked going, about. I don't think that we've later, I don't but... even think that we've talked about Sweet Daddy Pike. No, no, we yet. haven't. And like, god damn. Like, I, I'm like a two on the Kinsey scale, but Sweet Daddy Pike is like, 
yes, you sexy, tall-haired beast. You you command over me. <laughs> and Anthony Mountain has leaned so hard into like the like thirst over his hair that I, and in like the mo- the funniest way possible, and I love it. Um, if you don't follow Anson Mount on Twitter, he is a worthwhile follow because of this. He has reposted the memes of him like having like super tall hair and shit. Um, but yeah, uh, Strange New Worlds is, in my opinion, um, the best first season of any singular Star Trek that I've ever ever? seen, and that yes. includes Lower Decks. Yes, agreed. Yeah, a hundred percent best first season ever. Um, I would say I would almost go so far as to say that I think that it is my favorite of the live action new tracks. Um, uh, I think that Picard has really redeemed itself in its second season, but its first season was uh, rocky. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, and I really like Disco, but like I really like Disco, Disco but first it, it half its seasons are good. I mean, I'm half preparing. Are good. It, it it's like the Star Trek movies. I'm preparing for like a bad. I hope that five doesn't suck. I like, hope, I, so I hope they found their footing. But like I mean, after four, like I think you did yeah. four more than I did. But no, I like four. I said, oh, like I, no, like I said, three. it's one and three that one I don't three. like. Yeah, two and four are the goods. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, three's got more redeeming quality than one, I think. But like the first season of Books. Lower Decks isn't bad, but no, it's it still not. Have, it still has like issues. Mm-hmm. Whereas season two gets better. Like there are very few uh, Star Treks that have a great first season, mm-hmm. or actually, outside of one, I would say that there are zero Star Treks that have a great first season. Like, really? even TOS, which I need to fucking actually watch through all of instead of just select episodes, uh, has a very good, well, good first season. But I wouldn't call it great. Whereas Strange New Worlds, great first season. Yes. Outstanding. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, Disco Season 2 was almost like Strange New Worlds Season 1. So, you know. But yeah, Sweet Daddy Pike. Um, Sweet Daddy Pike. Yeah, highly recommend Strange New Worlds. Especially if it's a thruple with, like, him and number one. Like, hell yeah. Like, I'm gonna say no to fucking Rebecca Romay. No, I'm not. Right? (laughs) Like, Uh, Like, Rebecca Romay is also, like, fine wine. Yeah, I thought she was hot as hell back in the day with, like, when she was Mystique. You know what? She's still fucking hot as hell in 2022. Uh, let's see. What else can we, like, talk up? Um, the third season of The Orville is going fucking awesome so yeah. far. It is not nearly as funny as it used to be, but I also... I don't have a fucking problem with that. I think the tone works just fine for me still. Um, I am having less and less of a problem with that because, damn, the show is... It's quality. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Um, I'm uh, going to go so far as to say it is still the best modern Trek. 
Fuck off. It's still better than Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds has a chance to overtake it, but especially with yeah, like where right. we went in two and three, fuck off with that. No, I, I, I agree with you. Like, thinking about it, where the Oroville has gone, I think is better than where Strange New Worlds currently is. Strange New Worlds yeah. has a chance to overtake it. Absolutely. But it might help the Orville that they still do have a comedic edge like slightly more of a comedic edge well it's slightly more yeah i'm curious to see if they pull more of the comedic stuff into it i mean don't get me wrong it's not like there's no jokes but like and it does distinctly have more humor than most of the 90s trucks did too Mm -hmm. like overall than the 90s trucks so I'll, i'll still take it um but no like it's fucking phenomenal um what else jesus christ stranger things season four volume two my god all of it did uh, we talk well, about did we talk about we don't even no, think we, we talked about we volume must one have talked about volume one i don't know if we even did, dude. like before we our last record did we so maybe not so maybe we haven't talked about any of it but also my beer is empty so i'm going on to whiskey and emily has um, plenty of beer so I don't know how much more episode we have left, but we're going to talk about uh, Stranger Things. Just, I mean, I uh, like, again, I was trying to make this a quick being like, fucking watch this, fucking watch this, fucking watch this. We'll get into it later. Uh, but Miss Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel season one was fucking awesome. Um, once again, I feel like Marvel is doing even better with their, like, a- as time goes on, I feel like their shows are kind of getting better and better overall. Um, uh, I mean, some, some hits, some miss. I, some hits, some that, miss. Uh, but I, I think again, I think that Hawkeye stuck the landing way better than most yes. of the ones, most of its predecessors. This stuck the landing even better than that and was actually better all the way through. Um, I think they're I mean, finally finding their feet. It was great until it was negated by fucking multiverse of madness. No, well, WandaVision was super awesome, but then A, uh, they didn't, didn't stick the landing it. in the show itself, and then B, it was negated by multiverse of madness. So I, yeah. I don't know. Um, but I, but yeah, uh, going back to Stranger Things, I think my my order for Stranger Things for favorite to least favorite season wise is four three one two all right i'm very close to that i know i I think that one and three can easily be flip-flopped yeah that's sort of where i am i think that four is their best season yet though yeah i talked to somebody else recently who was like oh one's still my favorite but four was really good and i'm like no you're Uh, just wrong like i don't get me wrong you were season one was fucking incredible. Like, like season, season one was one incredible because they do a great job of like creating their universe, mm-hmm. and then like two. I don't think they really knew what they wanted to do because they didn't plan to do more than a season. Yeah. Um. So two is sort of just like, well, we're gonna fly by our britches, and you feel it. You feel a lot of it. Yeah, you do. Uh, three, I think that they were able to develop their characters a little bit more than they And introduce had some in... rad-ass new characters. Oh, I well, mean, no, if nothing mostly. else, yeah, like, Robin. mostly Maya Hawk. Yeah. Um, but, uh, fucking season four, 
season four really they had enough time to like write out the season to really form those characters and yeah well you also have to remember that it was intended to be the last season it was initially intended to probably be the last season and i'm guessing that netflix was like please god we need you to stay and they said that early enough in their writing process they were like okay i think we can actually figure out one more season to like close this story and i'm guessing that's why they they kind of cliffhangered um Oh, I have all sorts of theories about where spoilers, gonna spoilers, go. no, notable spoiler. Please, please stay away and just end here. And if Beth you do, end here, we love you. Give us money. Um, that's why that's why fucking Vecna is hiding out in Max's mind. That's not what that's it is. Why. That's not what it is. Uh, do you realize that the Duffer brothers confirm have confirmed that Max is brain dead? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't think that Vecna's hanging, hi- hiding out in Max's mind, although that's entirely possible. I didn't really think of that before. I was just thinking more along the lines of, like, Max's mind exists somewhere that isn't tied to her body, there and is. Eleven's going to figure out how to fucking... Yes, there, there, is, there, is, there is body and soul, and yes. Max's soul is trapped in Vecna's menagerie as yeah. part of Vecna's private... Uh, upside down yes but in process vecna is hiding out inside of max's shell vecna won henry yes <laughs> yeah also spoilers seriously watch it yeah I it, mean, like if you haven't watched it and you're hearing this at this point which is releasing on july 21st then I'm gonna slap. I'm gonna personally come there and yeah. slap you. Email us at newenglandbeerreviews at gmail with your address so that Emily can personally come to your house and slap you. I, I will may or may not join, I'm, and if I join, I will slap you too. I will personally come to your house. I, can, I I will personally come to your house and slap you. I mean, I'll probably also like hug you and give you a beer if you like actually subscribe to us for some reason by that point. And I'll jerk you, you off. I won't gonna... spit in your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry i just watched that episode of archer the other night <laughs> i mean sure um that too i guess allegedly um oh no that wasn't an offer from you i'm adding that in an alleged potential allegedly something maybe i don't know if you're cool anyway um yeah i guess that's my way of saying um sign up for our patreon this money interact (laughs) with us man like i want to i want to fucking hear from people yeah i really like we both really want to hear from anybody we're so sorry that it took us this long to get back uh we really hope that we haven't lost like our entire listener base by being off for a month but like hopefully people are subscribed thank you for being there you are like life, life, gets life happens yeah and you know i it's like it's it's it was and it wasn't a suicide it wasn't an od we don't yeah. actually have good answers we don't have answers and that makes it, it was worse, a very but... sad and sudden death of a dear friend of ours that was only 30 years for well half her life yeah like i think that i've known her for more than half of her life but 
at least half of her life. Same. Yeah. And she was like a little sister. So it's been yep. it's been difficult to try and really bounce back. It's been a lot of depression. And yep. as somebody who already has like bipolar depression, like finding myself in that deep of a pit has been very challenging to try and like get out of, you know? I feel you. Anyway, anyway. Um, on a on on a happier note, we uh we love our audience and we're very grateful for all of you. Um, we hate you. Please interact with us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever one makes you interact with us, please please use that as your motivation. We would love to hear from you. Um, you know, we want to feel like we're not just talking to the void. Um, uh, like like the title. Also, if you if you want to like <laughs> really make us feel wonderful and special, and like make us make all of get us on our way to making all of our dreams come true, throw us and two making... bucks on Patreon. Exactly, like backslash N E B R. Like, man, I know that this is kind of a niche podcast. We have the movie one, hoping to get that one to take off a little bit more. I don't know. I feel like Patreon as well. You know, patreon.com backslash S I O S I. That's the initials of the show. See it or screw it. Supporting my S I. Yeah. Supporting us, supporting us on uh, Patreon gets me ever closer to the millennial dream of being able to support myself by a creative endeavor such as podcasting. Yeah. I mean, why are we still needed in the machinations of the current capitalistic system? We should have UBI and Medicare for all. <clears throat> we should, but since we like don't, private. since we don't, I, I, that's why I'm looking to switch to a different field, i.e. tech, because it turns out the environmental field is not a field that anyone cares enough about to pay money for. So, yep. Late stage capitalism. And I need to figure out what I'm doing my fucking life. Like it so far, the only thing that I'm good for these days, and I haven't been that good for for like the last month, is podcasting. And I don't really want to edit other people's podcasts, but I want to want launch a third podcast. So yeah, cool. We're we're like an hour and thirty five in. Um, run away, run away fast. We're yeah. we're done. We promise we're done. done. We're done now. You're done, kid. Uh, here is your welcoming bag. It's got a couple of nips of McGillicuddy <laughs> and a couple of Sam Adams. Um, we've been New England Beer Reviews. I've been. T- and one of those foam fingers, but it's only giving you the middle finger. Yeah. And says, uh, fucking. Yankees fuck suck. Yankees suck. There we go. I was going to go fuck you Yankees, but Yankees suck. That's what it is. Because I remember the days of chanting Yankees suck, even at concerts. At, yeah, concerts. Any other sporting event doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been doing the beer reviews. I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Fuck, we need to use our actual Twitter. Um, I do you sometimes. Can, you can give us money at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That is the initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. Uh, if you like what you hear from us, especially when it comes to pop culture, we also have a movie podcast called See It or Screw It. You can find it in the same place that you found this fucking podcast. 
uh, and found find it in all the other same places that you find this fucking podcast, except for Instagram. I don't see a fucking point for us to have a fucking Instagram. It just seems redundant. I'm going to take a picture of my TV while I'm watching stuff. Yeah. What movie oh. am I watching? Uh, actually, that could be kind of fun. But no. Uh, yeah. Check us out in places. Check out our podcasts. Uh, um, final word. Mm-hmm. We're scared. Slightly, slightly oxidized. Uh, yeah. Slightly oxidized. That works. I don't know. You can go slightly oxidized. I'm going to go risky. Yours is better. Well, mine's also a reference to a... Um, I am... A, well, explain. I'm aware. Rich Fulcher? Rich Fulcher and Matt, Matt Berry. There we go. Yeah, it's a Matt Berry line, though. Yeah, it's a Matt Berry line. And, um, Snuffbox. Snuffbox. Another Snuffbox is another fantastic, you, uh, kind of irreverent UK comedy if you are not aware of it, you should check it out. I can't remember if it's even fucking streaming on anything. I think it's we not. ended up buying we, it on we, Google we Play. It. We got, we, you, well, you bought it on Google Play. Uh, uh, F- FYI, those of you who are Android users, if you don't have um, uh, fucking, it's like Android something, survey, whatever bullshit, um, highly recommend you download it. You answer random surveys and you get free money. Um, and they're usually like short, sweet surveys that are targeted to like stuff, you know, it's like, oh, do you have a child in your household? Like that kind of dumb shit. No. Uh, they give you free money and it, that free money can be used towards, uh, the, anything on the Google play store. So I have bought like most of my Google play media via free money. Everything except for the most recent, um, red dwarf. No, the only thing I've actually paid money for is the first season of Batman the Amended Series. Oh, really? Oh, that was like forever. That was wildly expensive, surprisingly. Oh, comparatively. Yeah. Well, it's back when that was wildly expensive. Yeah. Was like 40 bucks or something. No, it wasn't. It was like, I mean, come on, man. Like, for like one season of something, like, I think it was like 25 or 30. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. But still. But yes, on that bombshell, um, hopefully we still have fans. Engage us. We, we want to hear from you. On that uh, bombshell, go watch Grand Tour. It is just yeah. as good as you want it to be. Yeah. Go for the specials. Um, on that mm-hmm. bombshell, go watch Snuffbox. Go watch uh, the Power episode of the Mighty Boosh. Or just like season Heels. three of the Mighty Boosh. Because you got like the Crack Fox, Power of the Crimp, Eels, um, Eels bouncy, up bouncy. Oh, what a good time! Bouncy, bouncy. Shoes up in a line. Bouncy, in... bouncy. Everybody somersault, somersault, summertime. Everybody sing along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, that's the party episode. Again, that's another great episode. And if you fall in love with Noel Fielding and you don't already watch it, watch The Great British Baking Show. The new season should be coming in the fall. Should be. Um, We don't get paid for any of these endorsements, so we endorse you guys. You want to pay us something? 
I don't care. Just like even if you're even if Noel Fielding was like, hey, thanks for mentioning me. You're cool. I that that's payment enough for me. Well, maybe when we share this, maybe when I share this episode on Twitter, we tag Noel Fielding that we give a shout out to you at the end. Uh, But yeah, bye. Bye, folks. Bye.